Hey, I'm here at a casual connect, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? My name is Christopher Kennedy. I work for Clean Cuts Music. Uh, we're based out of the Washington, D.C. area. And, and so what kind of, do you do royalty-free music or what kind of music do you do for games? Uh, I would say most of it is royalty-free. We do everything based on contracts. Okay. Um, we do most of our, our music is exclusive for whatever game we're working with. Sure. Um, we most, for the most part, do custom music. We also do have a music library, so if game developers are interested in using a music library, they can go to that. But uh, we have actually we found most people are interested in custom music. Um, you know, for most indie game developers, <coughs> um, developers on the fringe, for them, audio is just something that they can buy online. Um, you know, they just pay 20 or $40 for a pre-made royalty-free track. What is the benefit of getting something custom? I mean, can you talk about any stories or experiences that you've had or you've seen where custom audio has made a difference or driven more sales or made the game experience so much better? Sure. Um, well... As a general philosophy, as I was talking about earlier, like it's this square peg round hole, which is such a tired cliche, but yeah. it really applies that when you're working with custom audio, the client really has the opportunity to shape the music to their vision. You know, they're allowed to. We love input from game developers. We love we love for them to say like, here's my game level. Here's what's going on, and I need the music to accomplish this. And custom music is much more able to do that. Um, and then on the other hand, um, we've been able to work with um, one specific instance, Red Aphid Games. We worked on a game with them where the music was actually integral in the gameplay. Where, like, you're dragging around different instruments and music events are triggered by those instruments so like uh it's basically it's a flash it's a facebook game yeah you put a guitar under a little thing that drops pellets and it triggers guitar riffs to play okay. um and you can really only do that with custom music sure um yeah can you talk about um how many game developers game designers are coming to you with um actually needing scores or audio done versus people who are actually trying to integrate music into the gameplay itself. Is that something that you guys see as something... I mean, because that's where custom development can work. Yeah. Totally. Like, it's, um... I, for the most part, like, people are looking to have... are looking for scores to the games. They're not looking... For the most part, like, the game I mentioned is not really... That's kind of an exception, where they're actually integrating and basing the game around the music. Sure. As sort of, like, almost a flash version of Guitar Hero or something, you know, that yeah. the game is actual... The music is part of the gameplay. Um, so, like, with something um, where we're just creating scores for a game, for instance, um, what you're offering when you're scoring a game, they could get that sound. They can get a sound um, and it works and it's dramatic and it fits their game. Uh, I would say with us, we worked on a game for Big Fish called Drawn the Painted Tower which was one of the funnest games we've done. Like We loved it and you're allowed to like create themes and motifs and yeah. develop those themes. So it's like you might have a theme 
that represents an aspect of the gameplay and as the player moves through the game that theme develops into a more dramatic take on the theme so the person playing the game subconsciously we hope is seeing like whoa that's the same theme I heard in the beginning but it was like kind of gentle and now it's a little crazy and a little scary and it cues them into the fact like you're pretty much approaching the end of the game you know you're getting to the end it's like here's this theme that we've developed over six chapters and you can hear hopefully if we're doing our job well and I hope we do you can hear that it's come to the end it's like it's building it gets more and more intense so I think like that's where it comes like custom music like working with themes creating motifs creating a sound for your game a sonic signature that is your game and how long are, are these scores usually um, you know when a game company or an indie smaller development company needs a score done how long does it usually last and is is the size of the audio an issue like when you think about these flash games you know probably the shorter the audio the better yeah well I mean if you're talking about it's so wide open it's um, the company I work for started out in TV you know where things were 30 seconds yeah or 60 seconds and you had to do cut downs you know but like games it's so wide open um, so like that is kind of determined by the game developers that you know they'll typically come to us and say and they've I guess I presume they've worked it out like yeah we have this much resources allocated towards audio okay. so we need three one minute pieces for this you know so we're not going to like go overboard and we're do, you know we're going to deliver the OGG files sure. you know that are compressed but still high fidelity and have you been doing any audio for mobile games is that is that do you feel I mean, yeah. have you seen audio impact in mobile games can you talk about that and if you even think audio is important for mobile games when people are having these short play sessions in the middle of anywhere can, can I well can I take this off the record? Um, hang on. We'll have to hold off. Is there anything you can say on the record? <laughs> I mean, it's all right. We can we can hold off on anything. I'll um, tell you what. I play games on my iPhone all the time. I always have music turned off because I'm, like, at work. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, I mean, where do you see sounds placed, then, in, these, in this mobile, kind of emerging mobile platform where, you know, this is, this is the opportunity for indie game developers, at least one of them. Um, platform, yeah, definitely. So, well, where, where's think, audio going to play? Well, I think now, like, particularly, like, you got the 3DS coming out that's offering gamers, like, an enhanced visual aspect. Yeah. Like, I think it's one thing to play a game on the iPhone where you're dealing with a very limited sort of visual realm, yeah. and you're not going to expect to deal with an interesting audio realm. And we've done some iPhone games. And I feel like, personally, I've written some really great stuff for iPhone that, like, nobody listens to, probably, because they're on the iPhone, and they're, like, Do, do, you, have toilet, to de- do you, you have know? to design differently for, for mobile, or does it, do you think it matters? Do you design to the game, or do you have to also think about the platform? I mean, you're always thinking about the platform. You always have to keep that in mind. Um, but again, it's like a, so much of it for us is determined by the developer and their needs. Um, so, I mean, I could approach a developer and say, I've got so many great musical ideas. I want you to put in their game. And they're like, dude, this is an iPhone game. 
we have very you know we want to keep this under 20 megabytes so people need to connect to Wi-Fi to download it like sure you know like iPhone has that cap and people want a standard so it's like obviously they're not gonna like want all kinds of music and they're like probably most people are like you they're playing this game like on the bathroom at work yeah. or something you know <laughs> um, do you think it's I mean then is it worthwhile to just invest in the special effects or audio effects or is that even exactly out of the way? Okay. no definitely audio and sound design is I don't want to say more important but like often neglected yeah. the sound design aspect of video games uh, especially on iPhone can really bring a game to life what do you what do you mean by sound design is that just the background music or is it what, no what? sound design is completely separate from the background music sure. sound design would be like the little sounds you hear as you move your cursor from one menu item to the next and then the sound you hear when you select that menu item yeah. um, those are huge in terms of developing the gamer experience yeah. especially on like an iPhone game like a small device um, you know how much then of your company's effort is on sound design versus you know composing scores we do both like so it's um, I couldn't break it down into time but like my specific company we do um, we do music composition but we also do sound design Let's, let's talk about sound design more because you're absolutely right in terms of providing the experience because people may turn off the main audio, but that the actual experience of having sound effects transitioning. I mean, how do you go about designing that? And once again, do you just listen to the game development or game designer's need, or have you guys figured out some kind of method? Um, you know, for the most part, from what I... I'm not a sound designer. Sure. Uh, I work closely with them, so I'll try to explain as closely as I can from what they do. Um, they're given an event, and they need to sound design it. So it might be a trebuchet firing a giant cannonball at something, at a castle. And I'm describing, we didn't do Crash the Castle, or whatever. Sure. You know, we didn't do that, but that would be an instance. Um, and generally, it's like you're just sort of given an event to describe what happened. So you're you're going to create a whole bunch of sounds. So you're going to create the sound of a giant cannonball placed into a trebuchet. You're going to create the sound of what it sounds like when you cut the rope that sets it in motion. You're going to create the sound of a cannonball leaving the actual device. You know, so there's all kinds of different devices, and you need to create the sound effects for them. So what might just be one action, you create like four or five different sound effects to go with one action. Yeah. Because there's a beginning of an action, there's a couple things that happen in the middle of an action, and then there's an end of an action, which might be something, the whoosh as it flies through the air. And that doesn't even get to how it collides. You know, that's a whole other aspect. And um, would you say then music composition is more important or sound design is more important for a game? <laughs> I mean, you know, music is like, what do you, you don't sing the sound design after you play the game. But right? I mean, I mean, those special kind of sounds, like you look at Zuma or some of these other casual games, like even Bejewel, those yeah. sound effects that happen, um, you know, definitely are an important part of the game. So, um, it's good that you yeah, broke but, it down uh, in terms of... No, I, I see your point, but you know, <laughs> I'm speaking sarcastically as one who works in a company of sound designs, but 
Hey, you know, nobody can whistle the sound effects of Bejeweled. Sure. Um, is there, is there <laughs> any... They're, they're, they are very equally important. And sound design, maybe even more so. Yeah. Um, you know, any other tips or suggestions then for game developers who are looking into incorporating sound design into their game? Do they do you just break it down into events, or is it something else that you think you also have to consider? Oh, um, interesting. Hmm. I think the way it's worked for us, and from as and essentially an outsider looking in into the sound design realm. Uh, breaking things down into events seems to be a nice model because it like it allows sound designers to be creative. I mean, as always, it's like as engines evolve, as casual games evolve, you know, is there an opportunity to allow for like more adaptive sound design where you're not always hearing the same sound effect for the same action that you know you're creating, you're using you know some audio engines that random the sound effects to an extent so that you know you're you're creating a more enveloped experience that uh, the same event while you might have the same you know, the same event happens many times it doesn't sound the same every yeah. time and actually it might go 25,000 times of that same event before you actually hear the exact same thing thing okay. again because they're using sort of randomized computer programming Okay. Um, where can people find out more if they're interested in um, contracting you guys out um, for their own games? Uh, definitely cleancutsmusic.com. Uh, scratch that. Cleancuts.com. Um, and it's C L E A N C U T S.com. Yes. Okay. Uh, traditional spelling. Um, it's an older company, so we were around before modernizing spellings sure. came into existence. Um, yes, yeah, C-L-E-A-N-C-U-T-S dot com. Clean, uh, Clean Cuts Music and Sound Design is the full name of the company. Okay. Um, and that's it then? Because like, you were mentioning Facebook or something. So. Yeah, we're, we're on Facebook as well. Okay. Um, which I'm, I imagine is sure. Facebook.com backslash Clean Cuts. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you.